Recovery Internet Radio broadcast live and direct from Straight Stuff Studios. Welcome, friends. We've got a whole, we've got a packed, uh, packed studio here tonight. So thank you for coming out tonight. Hopefully you'll enjoy ourselves. This is episode number I don't know. I lost track. We're going on our second year here, so thanks for being with us. Uh, we appreciate you, you listening. So I hope you enjoy the show. Without any further ado, I'd like to introduce our host this evening and every Sunday night at seven o'clock, Mr. Rick Atwater. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Recovery Internet Radio, our show, Straight Stuff on Addictions. Tonight, our tag is Kids Talk About Today's Normal. That should be interesting. I don't use the word normal very often, so... Oh, and the furnace finally went off. Nice. Uh, Yeah, okay. So, all right. So, um, anyway, thanks for joining us tonight, um, where we are at 7 o'clock on Sunday night every week. Um, Thanks to our engineer, Chris, who pulls this together technically, usually at the last minute. Oh, We're running around, flipping switches. Tonight is no exception. Tonight is no exception. Um, so, uh, and, and also welcome to our guests, Shane, Amber, Jenny, and Retta. And uh, we're going to talk uh, tonight about, I don't know, we're going to talk about normal. We're going to find, you know, going to see if we can find that. Um, you can call us uh, if you have questions or comments uh, by calling 323-792-2977. That's 323-792-2977. Or you could tweet us live at Rick Atwater. So Chris can pick up the tweets if you have a question or if you have a comment for our panel. Did you guys know you were a panel? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty prestigious. I, like I guess that's – is that a raise? I don't know. Um, <laughs> Please also remember to check, uh, check out recoveryinternetradio.com. Um, that's recoveryinternetradio.com. <laughs> for all our archive shows and recovery resources. So you can go there and um, check out what we've done in the past. And by the way, I think our two-year anniversary for this show will be the last Sunday of this month. So we've been doing it for two years. So that's, yeah. Yeah, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, that would be, so that'd be 104 shows by my count, correct? Yeah, we, were we have 52 weeks in a year, is that right? So that makes it 104 shows. So um, I guess we'll, we usually do uh, a couple of little, um, I don't know, I, I, I hesitate to call them advertisements, but uh, I do want to do one quick thing before we get started. There is a... Uh, uh, we do have a, a, a celebrity in the in the uh, audience today, uh, and I, I was just wondering, Arnold, if you could say a few things about. There's a chiropractic office in uh, Crystal Lake, which we often plug. Uh, you want to say? Right, Rick, thank you very much. It's Franz Chiropractic. It's in Crystal Lake. It gives you in shape. It gives your body straightened out. It is wonderful. It's fantastic work. You can ask Mo Ross or anybody else that has been adjusted by him. He's wonderful. And what, what is his uh, number? Just 815-444-9466. Okay. Yeah, and that's, I, and uh, thanks. Have you been to him yourself? Yes, he's adjusted me many times. Really. He straightened me out. When I come in here, you come formally competition, and uh, he works me over, and it's wonderful. Good. Well, thanks for, thanks for stopping by for, uh, from all Always of Always a pleasure, Rick. It's great to be here because the young kids and we're involved in the after-school programs, and they want to hear what they have to say, and they can add it to the program. 
Great. And coming all the way from California like you do, it's, it's amazing. I, I really appreciate There's your no stopping by. To you, Rick. Okay, appreciate it. <laughs> you can, it's okay, you can laugh. I mean, we, we, <laughs> we always do. <laughs> we always do. Okay, so we, all right, so we were talking, um, we were talking before the show that you guys wanted to start with a particular question, which was, uh, what do you consider normal for kids your age? Normal, I guess, normal behavior. Is that was that is that clearer? Or let's talk, let's talk about that. What what is what what would you consider normal behavior for kids your age? Like, and also let's just and let's specify maybe, you know, we, we, the show is is straight stuff on addiction, so we're talking about, you know, drug drug and alcohol use. So maybe that helps narrow it down a little bit. What do you what do you got on that? Um, I'll, I'll start. Um, for this day and age, I think um, normal, in quotations, because I'm not entirely sure how you define normal. Um, I think it is very normal to go out and, I guess, party, as you'd say, and do stuff like that. Um, but I also think it's really normal to kind of be abnormal in a way, like to just not follow the ebb and the flow, like not mm. do what everyone else is doing. So it's kind of hard to define what normal is, because what I think is like normal, like, oh, my friends go out all the time, like when I think that's normal, someone else, that's a different normal than someone else, so... Yeah. Hard to define it. Okay. Yeah. All right. What What are the rest of you? What do you think? Um, I think it's not really. I guess like the word normal. It's more like what's cool in school. I guess kind of what's what's considered like the normal thing to do. What you should be doing. And if you're not doing it, then like and that's going out and doing stuff and partying and like that make gives you the title. You're normal. You're cool or stuff. So we could take we could kind of take like normal off the table a little bit yeah. and call and use the word whatever's what cool or acceptable or yeah what a majority of the people yeah find acceptable the end I guess you'd say like all right what what let's get let's get a take on the rest of you guys what do you think I feel as though normal is more or less what um what other people think is normal and not what you yourself think is normal because you have your own specific ideas and what you think is good and bad. And so you're normal and you're what you perceive is normal. Maybe something, maybe something different from what everybody else normal is. So normal yeah. is kind of a broad topic and a broad spectrum. In a yeah. Way. Oh, it's yeah. It's way broad. It's like you could have your own, like you could have your own ideas of right, wrong, good, bad, all that stuff. And still, other people think other stuff is normal, right. but it's just not normal for you. You're, you've got a different set of values, maybe. That, that's about or, how. Or, or, or yeah. Do, do you, um, do you have a different set of values? Do you think than most of the kids that you know? I well, personally, I'm I'm not the most talkative one. I like to stay by myself most of the time. Yeah. Self thought, and I keep you, almost my head below water. Yeah, yeah, and. Sometimes I, I see a lot of people, they like to go out, they like to party, and I just don't, I don't find that atmosphere. That's just not for you? It's just not for me. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And so that's, well, it's, not, it's not even a values thing, it's more just what you're comfortable with. Right, right. Yeah. Okay, now you're not getting away with not talking, so. <laughs> okay. So let's let it roll here. Um, going off what Shane said, like my normal, or my normal, whatever you want to define it as, because I yeah. can't really define normal. It's like not going out partying, doing drugs, alcohol, whatever you want to do. Like compared to other classmates of mine, other people in my school, in the community that think normal is going out, partying, being with friends, getting high, doing drugs, alcohol. When 
I don't do that, but I see that that is what they do, and that's considered their normal. Yeah. Yeah. So just like different, you, are your values different, or like why, why, do you, why are you different that way? I think it's just how we want to like look at it, like in our future and stuff. Like to me, my future isn't going to be with known as the drunk kid girl who always got around or the person who was known for having the weed. Like that's not what I want to be known for. I kind of want to be known for something big and everything like something that people could look up to Mm. like kind of like in high school how they have all the different trophies and things like basketball players like you want to be able to look up to those people and if you have no one to look up to besides negative things then people will reflect on you that way so and it's like such a small town that you don't want to be it's very important to like maintain what you how you who you are and who you want to be I guess so for me getting to where I want to be for a future is not involving different drugs and stuff and not drinking in high school. You think, see, I think that's a pretty mature attitude. (laughs) I mean, I do. I mean, I think it's a pretty mature attitude. I don't know whether like most, uh, what are you, 17, 18? 16. 16? (laughs) Okay. Well, I don't think most 16 year olds are, this is just my perception. I don't really know. I guess I should ask you. Do you think most 16-year-olds are capable of thinking ahead to their future like that? They're capable. It's not that they're not capable. It's that they don't want to. And it's what they're into and involved in now is what's preventing them from looking ahead. Yeah. And I, I think, think it's... Oh, go ahead. Oh. And I think a lot of what it is is what's easy. Um, it's so much easier to just not think about the future and to not have to plan ahead. It's just easy to just kind of live for now and be like, oh, I don't have to worry about that stuff. And then before you know it, you have seen your graduation and you're like, oh, my gosh, what did I do? Like, what did I spend these four years doing? You mean like it's so far out there yeah, that yeah, it's like, like, I got who gives a rip kind of thing? Like, yeah. yeah, like even me now, I'm realizing like, yeah. whoa, like a lot of time has passed and I'm, you know, I need to kind of like step it up. So I think a lot of times it's just what kids, it's an easy out to just Yeah, and I think it's also it. like yeah. what, who goes through what, like, as you grow up, like, changing friend groups and everything, if you're with the same group this all the time since however young you were and they start doing that things, then you guys kind of all just kind of carry on. If in middle school you start out with one friend group, something happens and you change to a different friend group, I think you learn from what you went through and it helps you mature a lot because from my perspective, that's what made me mature a little more in middle school is, like, going through situations and having to learn who's going to be have your back, who's not going to have your back, who do you want to see outside of high school when you're older, like, who's going to matter. And to me, most of these people I'm never going to see. I don't plan on seeing and keeping in contact with, so it's not really – I don't need to impress you. I don't need to fit in with you to get to my future. So, so this is a question based on that for anybody. Like, how do you know our, our – well, there's there's actually two questions rolling around in my head. One is, how do you know who's going to have your back? That's the first one. And then how do you have the um, courage to make the change? Because I think, uh, my, again, my perception, a lot of kids don't have that courage to make the change. They just go with the flow. Mm-hmm. Or they're so worried about being not liked or not, you know, that kind of stuff that they wouldn't do that. I don't know. You know, so whichever one of those questions you want, you want to grab. Um, one I was really gravitating towards, like, how do you know what friends are going to have your back? Yeah. And I think the honest answer is, like, you don't. Like, I'm sure there are friends that I might be friends with up until I'm 30-plus years old, and then one day just stop talking to them. Like, 
I don't think you ever really know. Yeah. You just kind of, like, time, time will tell. You just kind of write it out, and, like, you'll go through certain tests with some friends, and if, they, right. if you make it, you don't. If you do, you do. Like, you can always hope for the best, this type of thing. Yeah, if, yeah experience will. But the, I guess then that brings us to the other question, mm-hmm. is if they don't have your back, what happens then? Like, what happens for you then? If, have you had that experience? Um, yeah, I've lost a couple of really close friends. I think a lot of it was drifting apart, um, going into just different things. Like maybe I gravitated towards sports and they gravitated towards something else. Um, it's, I think it's sad to lose a friend like that, but to lose a friend over something. But I guess if it made you stronger, then it was worth it. Like you can say I was glad I had you in my life for that period of time and I had fun with you in that period of time. And though it's sad to lose a friend, like they came and went for a reason. Everything, I feel like any person who came in your life was in there for a reason. And yeah. they left, maybe it was their time to go. Like, did you have to, did you do the leaving or did they? Um, I think it's more so I did the leaving because yeah. I was just, you never want to judge your friends because they're your friends because you can just be who you are with them and you right. never want to think negatively of them. But um, that particular friend was doing things that, just me being associated with them was putting me in a negative light, so I felt I had to remove myself from that situation. Um, do I still care for that person? Yes. And do I still hope great things for that person? Yes. But I can't be associated with you just for the fact that it's maybe harming my future. Yeah. I think it's more like, yeah, yeah. it's not like you can't be friends with that person. I think it's more if you're associated outside of school with them. It's kind of like if people are like posting pictures and stuff, obviously if you're posting a ton of pictures of this person, obviously you're known to hang out with this person. People know you two are close if you talk all the time in school. But like from having classes with that person and just like talking to them, it's a different thing, I guess, from other kids' perspective. I could talk to one person and then just be like, and never hang out with them in school, but that doesn't mean they're not my friend. It just means like I'm, gonna, I'm not going to be mean to you just because you make bad decisions. Like that's not, I'm not going to, judge you over something that's not, right. not in my control. Like, but it's going to ch- it's, it's change the relationship, though. Yeah, most definitely. I don't Like think how it's not going to be as close yeah. as it was. It's going to be different. You're not going to judge them, but you're also not going to hang out with them. It's more like acquaintance, like a line where you kind of draw it. Like, I'm not going to be mean to you, but I'm not going to try and associate with you. I'm not going to reach out and hang out with you outside of the weekend because I know the bad decisions you're making. Yeah. And I don't want to be a part of that. I know what you did to me, like, kind of that kind of area, like, just yeah. Giving room and space, I guess. Yeah, so you like you would pull you would pull back from them. Have you guys had changed friends or had to do there's, different stuff? There's also a point where I feel as though you can help out a friend too. Not only can you walk away, but you can also help out and try to get them help if they are making bad decisions and choices. And I feel if you if you can really tell that they want to get out of that lifestyle, you can help them in multiple different ways. But as for, like, if you are trying to experience change because you don't want to be around those type of people, I feel as though try to find something that you like. And even if, you, if you're doing something you like with them and you want to change, try to, try to find other hobbies, other activities that you like doing. And I feel as though you can change, you can make new friends, and you can ultimately better your life than what you originally thought it was. Well, two things then. One, so one, you might continue to hang out with that person and just do different stuff. Just do right. Like let's say they they decide that they're gonna you know smoke a lot of weed, but they also like to ride bikes and not smoke weed. So or I mean, I'm just making that up, but whatever, right. something like that. So that's what you do. Right. Right. And then you don't worry about the other part. Um. I mean, 
to an extent, you have to worry. Um, I feel as though if somebody were to force their ideas and, like, they were to, per se, make me try to smoke weed, yeah. at that point, you automatically know that that's not the person you're supposed to be hanging around with if you don't want to make those choices. But if they're just if cool they're, with you for who you are... Right. Right. If then, they're accepting and they don't want to force your their ideas and what they want to do on you, then you can almost accept them. But yeah. there's that fine line of accepting and going along with what they're doing. You can make it a point that you don't agree with what they're doing on their own time, but you should not judge them. You can still it. you can still like them for you know you still have a friendship of some kind. Definitely. I think that also shows like if they are your real friend or true friend or not, because if they, if, if say, yeah, they offer you and you say no, if they, if it's a no, they will understand that. They won't keep asking. They won't bug you. They won't put you in that awkward situation. If you two were to hang out and something happened, they would, they wouldn't set you up to be in that awkward area. If you know, if they know you don't like it. Yeah. So that would be one of the definitions of of having your back. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I get that. Have you, have you had to change friends at all? Yeah. I've had to change friends. Um, when, like, I know when I'm put into a situation and that I don't want to be in, so I don't put myself into that situation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if there's, if I have a group of friends that start, like, I know that they're doing stuff like that, I don't want to be put, like, be put into that situation. So I tend to back off and go away from that because I don't want to be exposed to that. Like, what kind of situation? Like... Drugs, alcohol, parties. Like a party I, where like if they you offer, know that they're... Yeah, they're if they say, hey, I'm going to go to a party, I say no because I know something. Of course, at a high school party, there's going to be drugs, alcohol. Yeah, how do, I guess that would be, that'd be, that'd be an interesting question to ask is how do you avoid it mm-hmm. knowing that? What do you do, lock yourself in your room? Mm, I, think I, mean, I think it also has to do with like... I, really, I mean, yeah. I think that's finding real friends, kind yeah. of. Just finding people who are agreeing with you, like... Us here are all pretty good friends. Like, I think it's finding, getting with that click, and I think that's kind of learning from other mistakes and decisions you've made. So I guess it's just kind of finding out, like, basketball and doing sports. Yeah. Kind of, You kind of get to know people on your team, and you know who not to hang out with, who you want to hang out with. You kind of get to know and get a feel for other people. I think yeah. that's what's nice. Oh, I, 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 I love it that you call it call this a click because it's like because it's like okay yeah this is a click here and you know like all of you out there that are listening you might be cool enough to join this click we're not sure but we we would take we would probably take interviews if you would like to we'd like to interview you to be in this click yeah i completely agree with you with what she's saying it it also comes down to who your friend group is and who you decide to hang out with I know personally I hang out with the nerdy group, so to speak. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. my interests are not of going out and partying. They're more or less hanging out, playing video games online, and just enjoying time. Yeah. Time well spent. And in my eyes, that's what I like to do. Other people, though, they'd like to go out to a party, maybe get drunk, get high, and that's what they like to do. So, it, it, and ultimately, that's how you, it comes down in your friend groups, too. You are You're going to hang with people who do right. want to do the stuff that right. you like to do. And, I mean, and in your friend group, there may that be that one person that still does those things, but you accept them for who they are previously, and you can almost try to make them better in a sense, too. So you said something about helping. Um, like, that would, that would be the first thing. That's kind of the first thing you thought of. Right. Like, if somebody do – have you run across people that – 
have wa- have wanted help or I see I there's there's a fine line. There's yeah. you can tell when they don't want help or if they're like not wanting people to ask them if they need help. And I think and I've been in a couple situations where especially alcohol because that's one of the more approachable things that kids do now um in my eyes yeah um so especially with alcohol i try to inform them like guys this could really potentially harm your life and if that doesn't help then i won't necessarily bring it to an adult right away or somebody who is going to take it to the next level because i don't want to if in but in their eyes if they yeah. think that that's what they want to do then they should do it and they should yeah. learn from their own mistakes ultimately right but there's probably a line somewhere where somebody, was, if they were right. doing something dangerous, maybe, yeah. or, yeah. you know, right. whatever. Right. Yeah. Okay. Have you, any of you other guys run into situations where you thought that one of the people you were hanging around with, a friend of yours, needed help, needed I, or wanted help? or? I, um, <clears throat> I tend to, like, grab, like, I'm sure a lot of people here can um, agree with me on this. Uh, I do like tend to like not hot friend groups, but I kind of you know I sure I, I hang with different um, yeah different clothes different people yeah. that you know, and um, there are definitely some people that I think probably need the help, but then there's that age old saying like you can't help anyone who doesn't want to be helped. So yeah. like I can offer you every every option in the world on what better things you can be doing and how to change this way, but at the end of the day, if you want to keep doing what you're doing, you're going to sure. you're you're determined to do what makes you happy or what you're comfortable with. So I think. Well, maybe you're helping them just by doing what you're doing. Yeah, maybe I'm just helping them just by being there for them, like being that, yeah. being that cool friend they can talk to. Like. And being somebody who, who's not, you know, doing the things that they're doing. And, you know, at least they see that, mm-hmm. you know. Which brings me to a question that I, was, that I was curious about because I hear this all the time. You know, when I, when I talk to parents, I talk to kids, you know, and the, the age-old everybody does it um, thing. You know, and it gets so tiring that I just, you know, it's part of the reason why I wanted to have you guys here because everybody doesn't do it. I mean, everybody, so let's talk, can we talk about that a little bit? I mean, it's like everybody, you know, a lot of people experiment. I understand that. A lot of people do this, a little of this, a little of that. But everybody isn't a drug addict. <laughs> you know, right. everybody, everybody doesn't do heroin. Everybody doesn't drive drunk. Everybody doesn't, you know, drink until they puke. You know, everybody doesn't, I don't think. I don't know. What do you think? I think it's, honestly, when people are saying everybody does it, I think it's from their genre of who can they consider is somebody. Um, so, like, from one person who I know drinks in my school a lot, they wouldn't consider me as a somebody who drinks because I don't, so they're not, everybody drinks, and then when someone names me off, we're like, oh, they don't count. So, like, it's kind of like... Like, don't count. Yeah, if they don't drink, kind of we don't like, count them. It doesn't matter how many... It's everybody else. They, I get it. If okay. they think, it, if they feel if they name enough people off, that it counts. So, right. it doesn't matter. Kind of, it just kind of matters if you're somebody or nobody to them. So, to me, I don't feel like anybody's a nobody or somebody, but I think it's just who the cool kids are in their school who are going to count and not count because you do those things. That's, that's a great answer because the, so I get, so now I get how the math works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's all an equation. It's all an equation. Everybody does it. You only count the people that do. Yeah. So therefore everybody doesn't. Mm-hmm. 
you don't count the people that don't, yeah. and then it all the formula works out rather nicely for those <laughs> who want to continue to do it. Mm-hmm. What what do you guys think about that? The everybody does it thing. I I've heard that saying over and over that everybody's tried it or everybody's done something and personally I don't feel that way but I know from experience I have tried alcohol whether it's religious wise and I go to communions or it's with your family just letting like say for an instance my parents they have let me tried so I know what what it entails and I don't automatically when I say turn 21 I don't get wasted and I get blood alcohol poisoning or potentially kill myself due to alcohol poisoning. So they want me to know for a fact that that's, that's what it entails, but I don't think that everybody has tried it. Like I know for a fact that there's some religions that are harsh on that and that people would in turn never try it. So the, the equation you're talking about is basically the only exception that I can think of is everybody tries it. Yeah, yeah, I think, you know, I mean, I, I understand that. I think a lot of people try it. Maybe most people, it's there, it's accessible. Um, but everybody doesn't um, do it to excess, and that's usually what we're talking about. What What about you? Do you what, what's your take on this? Yeah, everybody does it thing. There's people that say that they do drink or do drugs, because they want to be cool and in crowd and say that because they say, they think everybody does it, so I'm just going to say I do it even though I don't because I want to think that I want everybody else to think that I'm cool. So like, I don't know if tor- if they count towards everybody doesn't since they are lying and said that they do it but they don't. So <laughs> I have never heard that one. That is good. That is so good. People will actually say that they do so that mm-hmm. they can fit in when they actually don't. Yeah. Yeah. Now, see, yeah, yeah, where do they fit in that or equation? Even while they're there, like, they're like, oh, I'm drunk with an empty cup. Like, people told me stories about when they've done that, and I, I laugh yeah. at it, but. Yeah. Okay. I've, yeah, okay. and it's not just like drugs and alcohol, it's anything you could probably think of that's considered cool. In right. School, like, people would like risky, cool. Yeah, yeah, like, even if it means, like, doing stuff with someone else physically yeah. or anything, yeah. like, if. If you say, yeah. like, it's basically, if you say anything that's said, even if it's not true, everyone else is going to believe it. So, like, for assuming someone, say someone gets in trouble or something, and they're like, that person turned me in. It doesn't matter if it's not true. Once it's out, it's out. Like, there's no turning back. Like, like you if, it's can't, been, if it's out there, it is true yeah. for yeah. all that's practical purposes. That's what everyone's going to consider. It doesn't matter it's how that, many times like, like, you prove no, it wrong. It it, like, it's not innocent yeah. until proven guilty. It's guilty until proven innocent. Right. Yeah. And, and in this case, we, we want to be guilty. So yeah. we're going to put it out there, guilty, and then it's guilty. It's, yeah. We, do, we did it. We do it. Whatever. Is that, like, is that the whole, you know, is that... Social media, is that, what that, is that what that's about? Like, is that it's, Facebook? Yeah, it's pretty much, honestly, there's some people who will hang out with, like, with, hang out with a certain person just to be known as, like, because I know, like, like, that person, if I know someone drinks, and if I wanted to not necessarily drink, but want to be known to like mm-hmm. that, so then I wouldn't get crap or any problem mm-hmm. to be known for that. Then I'm gonna while well, I'm getting out this person take a bunch of pictures because if I'm taking pictures of these people then I'm they're gonna think then everybody too. just assumes yeah. you're doing whatever it is that you want them to assume that you're doing yeah, exactly. and then, and yet you don't do it yeah or you might yeah yeah have you do you do you understand that formula you I, get that I, yeah I got that but yeah. um I I completely agree you you look on Facebook and you see say per se two guys or two girls one has a cup in their hand you obviously can tell that alcohol's involved. The yeah. other one's just smiling in the picture. Like, you don't see anything on them, 
So they could or could not potentially be drinking. Or, right. I mean, with other drugs, too. So right. it all depends. And it's really this, it's like two people, and then, but the caption is, big party at someone's house. That's so weird. Uh, you know, I'm sorry, but you know, I'm, I'm really you guys are you're enlightening me here. I, it's good. I, I wanted to know. Oh, party. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got a little uh, a little little feedback uh, from the from our, our, our Twitter followers. Okay. Uh, we'd like to know. They'd like to know um, what kind of things. You know that we're aware that there's there's a lot that goes on in in schools, and there's a lot of kids that are involved in you know uh, whether it's drinking or marijuana. What kind of experiences have you had with people, and what kind of things have have people? What what kind of things do people do? Is that is that basically it? Uh, alcohol or, or marijuana? Or is there other things out there? Or what are you what have you what do you know about? Um, I think it just follows like I guess like if you say there's like a I don't know it's like a band. You know how like most like when you guys were younger, like people would go to concerts. <laughs> Sure. I'm just saying, like, when you guys yeah. were teenagers, yeah. you'd go to concerts and, like, they're bands. Like, now it's kind of, like, techno raves kind of thing. Right. And honestly, if you go to a rave, pretty much anything's there. And if you go, then there's, oh, like, upperclassmen that go. Then you're considered cool. Like, I've actually been told one person who went to a party or went to a rave and was like, every all the seniors like me now because I went there. Hmm. Like, that's how... So it's just kind of honestly, like once you start it's doing certain things, how everything get, else that's follows. That's how you get yeah. popular. But everything what you're saying is, follows. in answer to the question, is every anything, anything and everything. And it, yeah, and like I mean, I've heard things where if you have an open glass, people can just put stuff in your drink. Like there's, and I'm talking anything. I've heard people do different drugs, coke, acid, tons of stuff. Like pretty much anything's out there. Yeah, once you start doing those two things. You think that answers the, the question? I believe so. Thank you. Is there another question, another tweet? Oh, we'll carry on and maybe after the break. Okay, yeah. You, it's a, is it break time? That would be yes. That, that would correct. be a yes. Yes, you, sir. You have to say yes because yes, sir. this is radio. <laughs> <laughs> you can't not. For, just for a, those of you listening at home, I was shaking my head yes. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, then let's, uh, let's take our break. And uh, and then yeah, what you want to introduce the song? I believe we're going to be listening to uh, a song called "Who You Are" by Jesse J. Uh, do I have that right? I got that right. I do. <laughs> hey, thanks for being with us tonight. Uh, we appreciate you uh, joining us here this evening. I hope you enjoy the music, and we'll be back with you in just a few minutes.
here tonight. I hope you enjoyed the music. Welcome back here at Recovery Internet Radio. Hope you're having a, a great evening and thanks for being with us here tonight. Uh, like I said, uh, if you are just joining us, we're here uh, every Sunday. You can reach us via Twitter at Rick Atwater. We'd love to hear from you. We're having a very interesting discussion. We have a panel here tonight. They, they just found out there were a panel and they got here. But it's, it's been, it's been uh, enlightening. So we, I'll, uh, we I'll let have, you get back to it. Yeah, we, we, actually, we actually have a click here. A click. We have uh, our own click. Or, or a gaggle, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I did also, um, do, you want to, do you want to say a little something about sidekicks before we continue? I would, would you, yeah. Would you like to say that? Absolutely. Um, we are involved in a mentoring, uh, a peer mentoring group. It's called Sidekicks Mentoring. It's a volunteer uh, youth mentoring organization where we pair up youth in need um, kids that have, you know, maybe, uh, you know, as we've been talking about on the show, uh, might not have not, might not have made the panel tonight because they might have uh, been involved in some other things and uh, have had some issues in their life, be it with uh, uh, with substances or with um, really anything. Um, but we try to pair them with people our ment our mentors, our people that have had experience uh, maybe in the exact same thing and have learned and grown from their experiences and want to share that uh, with, with youth that could really benefit from that kind of influence. So 
please check us out at sidekicksmentoring.org. That's sidekicksmentoring.org for more information on becoming a mentor or if you have a mentee uh, that you think might benefit from our program, find out a little bit more and get a hold of us. Thank you very much. All right. Good. Thank you for doing that. Um, also, I want to mention that we do have a couple of other uh, uh, fairly famous people that, that joined us tonight. Uh, a, a couple, Actually, a couple of former uh, presidents, uh, uh, President Bush, I, I believe. Uh, uh, That's right, Rick. It's great to be here. <laughs> I enjoy listening to these kids talking about avoiding drugs, alcohol. Oh, oh you sound more like Clinton than Bush. I... No, it's not. GW. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. The kids, stay away from drugs. Boom. Make your dreams come true. Work hard and get to school. I couldn't have said it better myself, but <laughs> way to go, Georgie. I mean, I tried a little marijuana, but I didn't inhale. <laughs> I tried cocaine, but I didn't inhale. <laughs> well, what do you think these? Uh, what do you think these kids should do? Uh, I mean, stay away from all of them. Stay away from drugs, alcohol, booze, pot, LSD, paint thinner, anything else you can think of. Stay away from whippets. Oh God! What time I woke up on the roof? How I got there. <laughs> Those are the days, though. <laughs> well, thank you both for coming. I really appreciate your message, and uh, I'm, I'm thank you for. I mean, we're honored every time you come. We're we're honored every time you come. Sorry for interrupting you. No, no. It's, All right, Georgie. Hooters. Good. <laughs> okay. All right. Ready to move on. Okay, um, Mo, you had a question, Mo. We want to talk. We want to talk a little bit about values and where they came from. Yeah, from my perspective, um, to not to not drink and drug is pretty radical. Would you agree? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And here you are, four four people saying that that you've chosen a different path. I would like to know what are the values and how you got them that helped. You you make that decision. Whether who's influenced you the most, and how do they influence you? Oh, um, I know myself. I'm a big influencer, and I'm sure a lot of people would agree with this. Um, is my mom. Uh, she was really my only, um, only adult in my life that I've really had my whole life, and making her proud was the big influence. Uh, just. representing her in a good way because, of course, you represent your family when you represent yourself. You represent your last name. Um, So just upholding that and making sure that's not tarnished by the mistakes I've made. And it's just better for myself in the long run, so it's like kill two birds with one stone also makes me happy. Does she have a special quality that you really admire that you wanted to keep a good name for her? Um, I think the biggest thing is how, um, I guess just how compassionate she is. She literally cares about everyone else before herself. She would, she would not eat if it meant that everyone in the world got fed. And that, that's the biggest thing to her. And I guess she's admiring me to do that because I can't always say, and I can easily admit that sometimes I probably am a little selfish in some of the things I think. And then just seeing how she is, it just makes me take a step back. Like, there is a bigger picture. And I think that's just the biggest thing I admire about her is how much she cares for others. Has she talked with you about um, drugs and alcohol? Um, yeah. Um, she admits it was uh, kind of hard for her to talk to me about it, though, because when she was younger, um, like me, she'd never touched this stuff. She never experienced any of this stuff. 
So she said the hardest thing talking to me about it was being like, well, Red, I don't really like, I can't say I really know the effects because I haven't one-on-one experienced it. Like I haven't hand-on done it. Um, so she said that was kind of hard. Uh, but she was just honest with me about it, and she wanted me to be honest with her. Like if I did ever do it, like she just wanted to build that trust for me to tell her if I did ever. So um, I think she did it very she did it to the best of her abilities, and I think it worked for me. Mm-hmm. What about the rest of you guys? Word for me, it's mm-hmm. also, per se, a parent or parents. Um, mm-hmm. uh, my parents gave me a perspective of they want me to be better than them. Um, they tell me if I do these things that potentially I could ruin my life, and that's not what I want. It's not what I want for myself, and it's not what I want for my family to have to or like deal with in a sense and I set goals for myself and my family tries to help me with accomplishing these goals and I strive forward every day and try to keep on going. Okay. Um, I think it's all like yeah I would agree <clears throat> parents have a big say in it like especially like having a parent who knows a lot about that stuff with their job I think that also pushed me away from it like knowing the effects seeing the effects and having family members with that kind of situation um especially because I had um my grandma she drank and smoked cigarettes a lot and she pretty much chose that over her life when she did get the opportunity to like say this can if you stop now this can save your life so I mean that was really hard and realizing, like, when I was younger, and I'm the youngest, so obviously, like, I don't remember. I don't realize as much, and I'm very clueless to a lot of stuff, honestly. Like, I'm one of those people who are just kind of like, what? Like, <laughs> just kind of don't really, don't really, like, get into the, no, you know, like, new clothes or new sayings that everyone does, the new yeah. thing. And I just kind of, I'm more old-fashioned about a lot of stuff, like older music and stuff, so I don't really go into all that. And so, like, realizing now, like, wow, my grandma was drunk then when I was with her. Like, it doesn't, like, it honestly kind of, like, I don't want to be like that. Also, I think seeing how kids, what kids do when they're drunk, like, I don't, I'm very, like, when I'm with certain people, I am very hyper. I'm really fun, and I'm outgoing, and I'm kind of crazy in a way. Like, I just like to have fun. Personally, I don't want to know what it'd be like to, like, be drunk. Like, if, like, there's some people who are so, quote-unquote, sloppy or who get crazy in a weird way and do weird things with, like, different people or kind of like, so, like I don't want to be saying, known Are, are you, like, situations. saying that you're crazy enough without it? Yeah. Like, <laughs> and, and personally, I don't want to be, like, I I see and I, I see how people act. Like, when the, and I'm yeah. like, I don't want to be known for something like that and judged off of that. And I'm one, so I'm someone who cares about what, like, others think of me to an extent, like, adults especially. If my coach, like how my coaches think of me, like with sports, I, I don't want to be known for something like that. And obviously, like having coaches in the district, obviously they're going to hear about things. So, I mean, a lot of kids talk, and there's teachers who talk to kids. And so, for me, and like having seeing situations go down, for me, that's kind of like I don't, I don't care why. I would never make the decision. I don't get how that person could be okay. And hearing other people talk about that person in that way in those decisions, like. That just makes me like I don't ever want to do that because I don't ever want to be talked about like that. Okay. So it's just kind of like mm-hmm. avoiding the situation and kind of taking other people's mistakes. You've learned and, how to, yeah. You've learned how to yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's. I mean, that I think that that's. I have to say, it, it seems unusual to me 
that you would maybe it's not as unusual and that's you know that's part of the thing is i think that the general the general attitude is that that is unusual and and maybe we can do something about that by talking about it and saying yeah there's a lot of kids out there who just feel differently about it you know just feel differently about these things and like you're not all the same you all have your own things Amber, how about you? What, what's your uh, what's your deal? What... Um, my with me and my parents, it's like they've been very influential to me, and like I'm pretty have a pretty much open, honest relationship with them, and so like they haven't had like extreme cases when they were younger, but like like they did drink because they like when they were older, like past 21, blah blah blah, but like what they kind of like they would tell me like what would happen, even though they it didn't happen to them necessarily. But they would kind of, quote unquote, scare me a little bit when they would open up their yearbook, and just point <laughs> to the people that have yeah. passed away or that mm. have that have died in a car crash because of alcohol or other drugs. Yeah. And like they can point out different people every time they open up their yearbook, and that just really shocks me because they tell us they tell me like what happened to them is because of alcohol or it's because of drugs. It's like they it kind of scares me into like oh my gosh that's gonna like I don't want that to happen to me because that's what happened to my parents' generation. That's what happened to their friends, so, like, it scared me into not doing it and then trying to tell people about what has happened to their friends and their people in their high school and they're younger and try to, like, get people to stop doing it or just have them not do it because I don't want them to, like, me to open my yearbook in 50 years, whatever, to my 30, 50 years, whatever, right. to, my, to my kids and say, this, is, this person's died from alcohol, this person's died from drugs. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, so sometimes I think some people, um, for some reason, some people listen to that. I don't know why do some people listen. Why did you listen? Like I bet you, there's a lot of parents who did similar things with their kids and said, mm-hmm. you know, this is I don't, you know, this is why you don't do these things and this is scary stuff. Why do you think you listened and and those and other kids don't? Because like your parents would say, oh, I know a person back then that like that happened to them. But when they open up the yearbook and they point to a face. Uh, that connects to what happened to them. That's what scared me because it's not just an event that they can tell me. It was me. a person. It was a person, and I can see their face and then what happens to them. So, like, I can connect yeah. a person to an event, and I can say, oh, that could be me if I do this. Yeah, yeah. It's, it was important for there to be a person. Did you, did you get your – did you feel like you got the answers that you were looking for to your question? Okay. Was there, was there ever uh, – a moment or a particular time for you guys when you maybe you can recall first making the decision that this is kind of the road you were going to take all right so when i was younger i grew up perfectly fine my family was perfect in my eyes and nothing was wrong and until i started realizing it when i got into say past the age of 10 11 that I had an uncle that didn't do the right things. Um, mm-hmm. He decided to smoke marijuana. Mm-hmm. And I started to realize how he acted and the way he was acting and what his decisions were and ultimately how he was treating him, not only other people but himself. Mm-hmm. And I realized that I didn't want to make that path and go down or make that choice and go down that path, that I wanted to take a completely different route, a route that my parents would want me to take and a route that I could foresee myself prospering in mm-hmm. and being a, a, an amazing person, just mm-hmm. an all-around amazing person. So I wanted to 
get involved and I wanted to make better choices than mm-hmm. what and I mean that's that's the learning experience just seeing how that is and taking it all in and it's interesting to me that you made that choice at an age where I I hear that a lot of kids make the other that's about the age where a lot of kids are making that choice it seems young 10 11 you know that's mm-hmm. what is that that's Fifth grade, sixth, fifth, yeah. Grade. yeah, fifth, sixth grade. But I mean, yeah, that's you're in middle school at fifth grade, right? right. So you're oh, sixth, grade, right. sixth grade, you're in middle school. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, so you're right there. That's when things are starting to show up, where right. people are starting to do stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And, and moments for any of the others of you that you can think of? I like, I don't think I really had a moment of deciding not to do it. It was just I was never. It was never really an option for me. Like mm. I never thought of doing it. So it was like oh. Oh, it's there. Well, that's nice because I've never. Yeah. It was never put in my face as like you should do this, or it was never put in my yeah. face like there was a really negative thing that happened that said I shouldn't do it. It was just kind of like you don't do that stuff. Like my mom had instilled that in me. Like right. That's it's what, just that's what other people are doing. That's not you. You do you. Like yeah. Do what you've been doing. So. <laughs> okay. My parents instilled in me to to not do it, but like when I was younger, um, one of my grandmas would like smoke cigarettes all the time. And, like, when I would go over there, all I could smell was smoke. So, like, and I knew, like, like my mom and my dad had talked about, like, secondhand smoking was even worse for you, blah, blah, blah. But, like, so then when I would go over there, I would smell it. And, like, just the smell would, like, I would get kind of disgusted. But I knew that was my grandma. So I loved her anyway. But, like, when she, all of a sudden we got a call, like, she went to the hospital and I was, like, seven or eight. And she died because of how her lungs were affected and how her heart and her rest of her body failed because how much she smoked cigarettes that like that kind of really like that really just scared me and like from then like I knew I wasn't gonna like I don't want that to happen to me because I want to be around for my grand for my kids my grandkids and like now I have a cousin that like smoked her whole life and she's an older cousin but like she smoked her whole life and now like her lungs she has emphysema and her lungs collapsed like several times Mm. so I don't want to put myself into that situation that, like, that could happen to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm learning, this is bad, but I'm learning from what they're making mistakes from. Sure. Yeah, and I think that's exceptional. I really do. I mean, I think there's a lot of people out there that don't learn from other people's mistakes. Mm-hmm. So I, I, that's a really good thing. You know, speaking for, speaking of uh, other people, now I, I, it sounds like a lot of the values that you guys got as far as um, making the choices that you do and deciding to avoid these things, uh, a, a lot, you know, from your parents, from mom, from, you know, is there anything that, um, you know, maybe kids that don't have that kind of influence can get from uh, other other sources, maybe school counselors, teachers? Is, is, do you see other people being a, a good role model? I, I know another uh, big influence in my life was um, she was actually a, a kindergartner named after, and I'm, I guess I could say it, but I don't know. I, I won't say it, but um, I'm sure a lot of people can know off the top of their head who yeah. yeah um and uh, as much as kids, I think, don't like going to teachers or don't like going to administration or counselors, um, for whatever reason they have, like, it doesn't feel personal. Or, like, I know a lot of people are like, well, they're getting paid to listen to me. They don't really care. Or, like, whatever reason they have. Um, I guess I just, not trying to preach here, but, like, just saying they really, you can, I know there's a lot of kids who have teachers that they really do connect with. And teachers see kids and certain students and students see things in certain teachers or administration or anything. And like, that is a strong bond. Like, I know some people that I could even consider my second parent, even though it isn't my, obviously, blood relation. Like, like They've been a good role model. Yeah, they've been you. a really good role model. And yeah. 
no yeah. matter what they no matter what they yeah. are. Because they of, are. Yeah, they're out there. You want to pass that one around? Are there other people? Um, I guess yeah. I mean, there are. I don't. I don't know. I guess I kind of have to go with red on that. Um, personally, I think. I, I guess it's just kind of who you're comfortable around. Um, I mean, most kids obviously lean, lean to more younger teachers, or like coaches, or situations, or maybe not even teachers, but like upperclassmen. I know a lot of people are influenced by hanging out with the older kids. I, I don't know why that's such a big deal, but it is. Influenced positively. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think it just, I think the more people who are involved is the more people you want to be around. Yeah. So, because then they're well-known. Obviously, sure. if you see this, hear this person a lot, then you want to be like, yeah. well, that person's talked about a lot, so I want to be talked about a lot. So if you kind of get involved with that person. So, like, people who are involved in sports, student council, um, class, academic stuff, like, I think it just kind of has to go with what you hear the most. Mm -hmm. And if you hear a teacher, like, recognition, recognition, like, teacher of the month, if that teacher is, like, obviously there's not doing it because the students get to pick that. So I think it just kind of helps kids, like, think there are other teachers. And I think... The students get to pick the teacher of the month? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, that is... That's cool. Yeah, so I think it honestly goes with, um, I think the teacher, if the teacher's more connect with you and are more open with you, I think it helps them, like, feel like they can connect to them. Yeah. So I think, yeah. There's other people. There's other, there's other people for you, too. Are there other people in particular for coaches, or who, who would it be? I think, I think Jenny hit it right on the nose, the teachers, honestly. Most kids don't talk to their teachers and... Most kids don't feel as though their teachers, like what Jenny said, they don't feel their teachers care because they're getting paid to do a job. Yeah. Ultimately, though, they're there. If they weren't, if they weren't at the, the job of teaching, and they didn't want to be around kids, then they would have picked a different occupation. Huh. They would have not wanted to teach people, kids, how to do things and and interact with them. Huh. Ultimately, they're there for you and to try to help you not only with learning, but with say life decisions or um, like. Uh, experience decisions too. You have a particular. Is there? I you don't have to use a name, but is has there been a particular teacher for you that's been uh, my eighth grade science teacher? Yeah, she. I was. Um, well, I, I had her first in sixth grade, and then I had her again in eighth grade. Mm -hmm. But I was new to this this area. Yeah. And uh, new school, new friends, everything. Everything changed right at the beginning of middle school. So I was having a rough time trying to get a friend group and all that that goes on. And this one teacher made me feel comfortable. She did everything that was, it, she just, I connected. And that yeah. one connection turned into my favorite teacher and I was able to tell her anything that went on. And then that helped you, exactly. helped you acclimate. Well, that, that's really, that's really cool. I have one, I have a, I have another question um, that I, I kind of wanted to get to and then we'll, we'll probably, after this, we'll probably have to close. But, um, so what do you think about the 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 notion that like you're you're the good kids and how does that sit with you is that like something that you like is that something that you like have to live with or is it something that you how do you how do you see that personally i think it's just by definition again um 
obviously the kids who are drinking smoke are going to be like, well, that person's a good kid, but they don't know us personally. We could have had really bad mistakes in our life, but that doesn't mean we're not bad. It doesn't mean we're not good. I think there are kids who drink and smoke that are really good kids. I think they're just making the wrong choices. Yeah. So, I, honestly, I don't think it... Just take good and bad out of yeah, it all together. Yeah. yeah. I think it's just by what you've gone through through life. And if you've gone through, like, for me, I've gone through so many things that, and I've, like, learned from my choices. And if you keep making the same mistake, I think eventually people are going to realize this person doesn't care. They're going to do what they want to do. But if someone learns from their mistake, then I guess it's kind of this. Well, let me, let me ask you this. Is it hard for you to, to be, to have made the choices that you've made, you know, the, the yeah. current choices that you've made, does that make it hard for you? Um, or is it, or is it in not, some not an issue? In some situations, yeah, it does, because I have lost a lot of friends, and I'm not, I don't talk to very many. Like, I keep my friend group very minimum, because mm-hmm. I know, like, what I've gone through, because I've gone through so much that I know most of my friends that I talk to now have stuck around since then. Since the situation, they backed me up, they've been there. Yeah. And so for me, those are people who I want to talk to outside of, like, high school eventually. Like, so I guess, I mean, it does stink because I had closer friends that, like, I had this one person who was my best friend, and I could tell, and I had to, I would tell everything to. And because of one certain situation, um, that person decided to take that other side, in, even though knowing that they were my best friend, knowing I didn't or wouldn't have done that situation, um, but still took the other side, so it made me learn, like, realize, like, yeah. you know, I'm going to be who I'm going to be, and I guess you're going to do what you want to do. But that doesn't mean that it hurt any less, no. right? Yeah. 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 So there's a cost. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't want to pretend that for people who might be listening that the choices that you guys make are necessarily easy ones. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, I don't, and I don't think they are. Right. Um, and also when you're, like, per se, the good kid people look at you a different way almost. They see you as this kid that is nothing's nothing has happened to them. They're always perfect. Uh, They're always gonna be that way. Yeah. And that's not all people, but some people in particular they do believe that's the way it is. They stereotype you in that right. Just they'll say, yeah. Oh, that's that is the good kid. That is the role model student that you have to look up to. That if you do mess up then you it's just down, downwards file from there. It's you're at the top of the gonna, hill. Yeah. I and think people are gonna recognize if you make a mistake. Um, say like one of us were to go out and for some reason we drank, got drunk. It's gonna be known. No one's gonna let you forget it because to right. them you're considered yeah. right. the goody two shoes. Right. So then it's it's like ten times bigger compared to someone who you've gets got drunk a much bigger. Uh, yeah, yeah. You've got a so, you've got a kind of a rep this way very, now. Yeah. And it's very hard to like trust issues especially like you need to know like for us honestly i feel like i have to know who my real friends are i'm not going to go if if i was to ever make those decisions like later on maybe senior year or something i want to know that if i'm drinking with these things or doing these certain things with these people i want to know that it's not going to go anywhere if we did decide to make that decision i don't want to just go and do something i want to be safe where i'm at if i was to drink i want to be home and know that I'm going to be taken care of if I got to in a certain extent. Yeah. I don't want to just go out and do something crazy because yeah. how you've do got, I know that person's got my back? You've yeah. got more. You've got more at stake. You you clearly have more at stake. What what, what about? Some, sometimes it's actually like, and um, like they said before, we should just kind of scrap the good and bad thing because I think yeah. most honestly, majority of kids are good kids. Yeah. We just you make bad choices and that's yeah. you know it's. 
say yeah. la vie. It's what's going to happen. Right. But um, I think sometimes So the cost for the choices that you've yeah. made, that's really yeah. the question. Um, it's almost, um, I feel like a lot of, quote, good kids would honestly say it's maybe even harder because, like they've said, like you have a different standard. And to adults, even if we go away from how kids view, because kids are going to view, like, in all kinds of ways, if you go to even to how adults view you, you're almost kind of like, they expect you to almost be like a role model, like a mini adult, kind of. Right. Like they expect you to, like, no, even, and, it's like almost like you're the bigger disappointment compared to another like, kid. Yeah, it puts you in a hard situation. Like, okay, let's right. say there's a kid who maybe continuously doesn't make the right choices, not making them a bad kid. They just some misguided. Yeah, and then make a lot of mistakes. Yeah, and then someone who is quote a good kid who you know does everything they're supposed to do. Um, you make one mistake. You make one mistake. It's like kaboom. World War Three. Like, right. yeah, it's a big thing. Yeah, they make a mistake. It's like, oh, it's you've really let a lot. You let a lot of people down. Yeah. Do Do you Do you let yourself? Is it work on the inside too? You let yourself down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That way. Yeah. It definitely. Yeah, I think yeah. it definitely affects. Um, I think it always like obviously no one wants to lose a friend. No one wants to lose someone important in their life because. Mm-hmm. Um. To me, I value life and I value things, so I'm not going to do something stupid knowing that, like, this could end up bad. And so then I think about it and I'm like, well, I don't want to end on a bad note with this person, no matter how much they hurt me or how much I'm upset with them or how they're upset with me because I never know what could happen later on. Okay. All right. And so what about you, Amber? Do you, like, do you, is it hard for you to be like, I won't use the term good kid, but is it hard for you to live with the choices that you've made? Is it difficult? Or are you cool? cool? Well, of course you're cool. Cool. Okay. Yeah, of course. Um, you're, you're not just cool. You're, you're awesome, but we know that. Well, but, like it is really hard to like, I don't know, just to make the better choices in my classmates. Cause like, there's so many conversations that come up, like, even at the lunch table during lunch, the past four years I've been in high school, they're like, oh, this person did drugs on this date. Whoa, there was a party last weekend. Did did you hear about this person doing drugs and everything? And, like, I'm like, no, I haven't. I don't have a Facebook. How am I supposed to know? Like, and then they're like, wow, you don't know? And it's like, no, because I don't want to be put in those situations, and that's why I don't go to the parties in the first place. Right. So it sets you. Yeah, it's like. Yeah, you're on the outside of that. If you don't know, then you can't be judged. You can't be involved. There's, like, less problems for you. You can't somewhere get lumped into it. Because once, yeah, because once you're, you hear it and say someone's talking about it and you're, like, talking with them about the situation, you could have said, wow, that's really crazy, and it could be turned into something ten times worse, and it gets around to that, and it, like, all, it's, like, literally telephone, like. Right, I get you. And it gets around, and that person's like, you said this about me. So if you're just not... Yeah. involved in the first place yeah. then then that doesn't that doesn't happen so mm-hmm. really what we're talking about here i guess is kind of the cost benefit you know yep. it's like right. there is a cost yeah. there is it's yeah. not and with but that cost also comes some greater advantages though with mm-hmm. me knowing that i could potentially let down so many people knowing that i could potentially let down my parents my friends and even teachers that i know it makes me strive towards being even better than i could possibly think i could be it sure. makes me want to keep on going and keep on taking that right path instead of turning around, making a U-turn and going the opposite direction. And I think that's a great that's a great point, and maybe we'll maybe we'll use use that as a as a a wrap here, and and just ask you what, um, like, so what are the what are the pluses for you here to be 
who who you uh, are. Opportunities, I think. Yeah. Like for mm-hmm. me, I want to pay attention to what college I go to, and if I don't have a bad rap at my school, and I don't have anything severe on my my reputation and my like record, colleges will notice that. And for me, it's basketball. And the minute you have something bad like that, especially D1, they're not going to think of you in that way. They're not even going to look at you. So I think it's just kind of like less problems I have, less situations like that in school and in that area gives me more opportunity for my future. Okay, what about you, Riley? Um, I think a big advantage is in obviously in school there's a huge advantage and college is a very important thing. And also just to bring it down on a smaller scale, just socially it's an advantage. Like, it's, uh, being on the outside looking in, at least in that type of situation, isn't always a bad thing. Like, being able to observe and see everything as it is is a bigger picture. Like, you have the upper hand and just like, okay, I can relate to what you're saying because you're my friend and everything. But like Amber said, not going to parties and doing that stuff, I, I get to just watch you guys. And just like, if you, if you never, like, I just want people who do that or people who've tried it or whatever your situation is, if you just take a step back and just look, imagine you're watching yourself on TV, like, I just want to know what you think of yourself. I'm not saying it's bad or good. I'm just saying, like, if you just take a minute and think about it, it's, you almost want to laugh at it in a way because it's like, yeah. wow. like. So, like, you kind of get a little bit of a bigger picture. Yeah, yeah. it's like, whoa. Like, yeah, you can, kind of watch the, you can kind of watch the movie and mm-hmm. decide whether that's the, if there's any parts in there yeah. that you want to play. And then the scary part is you can't rewind, though. Yeah. So, like, you have to live with the choices you just made, but... Yeah. Nice. Yeah, no rewinds. Yeah, no rewinds. Okay, that's cool. Advantages? Um, advantages is just knowing that in the future, like, your body's not going to be hurt because of it. Yeah. Knowing that you're not going to mentally or physically, like, or have emotional problems because of your previous actions. And, like, since I haven't had those, I, like, I at least have some security that I'll be in better health and better emotional and physical stability because of my choices I made when I was younger. Okay. And I feel the greatest advantage is being here, being able to help people out. I'm with this click, obviously. Yeah. You're in the, <laughs> um, you're in the click, right? You're in. And, and life's good. Um, I feel my advantages are is I can strive to get to the college that I want, like Jenny said. Um, academically, I feel I, I've learned so much throughout my years of schooling, and I wouldn't give it up for anything. Well, you guys are great. I really, I really appreciate you coming tonight and sharing the stuff that you did. I learned a lot. You know, I, th- I really did. I want to commend you for doing the, doing the stuff that you do. Thanks to, uh, yeah. So, Shane, Amber, Jenny, Retta, thank you for coming. I really appreciate it. Um, thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm really glad. Did we miss anything? I think we got. I think we got most of it, didn't we? Yeah, we we got. I think we got. We did good. Yeah. Okay. Can we have All time right. for one more question? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Do we? He's the engineer. Sure. Why not? Yeah. Okay. What's the single most important thing that you think parents and school officials can do to help um, kids not use? So that's a. I think it starts at bonding and connecting with them. Mm -hmm. I think it starts there, and once you have a connection, then it's more like, kind of like, it's almost like relating to the person as a friend. If they tell you things, like, they tell you, kind of like, obviously teachers are not allowed to tell them their, like, personal, like, information, but, like, relating stories to them and saying, like, I think it helps because, like, 
like Amber said, her parents' situations, like in my parents' situations, like reflects on us, and then we're like, I don't want to make that mistake. So I think it just helps, like, connecting with that person and that teacher or person, like, helps. You also have to have a certain level of trust, um, with, whether it's teachers or parents. Like, your parents, if you have a certain level of trust with them and then you end up doing something, a bad situation or bad uh, decision or, like, a negative situation that you are, you put yourself in and your parents find out, like, that trust is gone and you have to build it up again. But, like, you need to have a certain trust to build off of. So if you do end up making a mistake, you still have a little bit of trust that you can actually, like, build it up again and try make sure you don't – you learn from your mistakes and not do it again. I think a big thing um, uh, teachers, parents, and all of them can do is um, – just know that, like, that saying that I'm going to mess up, like, they didn't feel Rome in a day or Greece in a day, that it's going to take time, and it's not going to come right away, um, whether it's building trust or uh, maybe trying to not have as much drug and alcohol use in our school. Uh, just know that it's going to take time. And kids, a lot of times, like, we're hard-headed. You guys know that, obviously, being parents. I give it up to you. Um, we're <laughs> hard-headed. I'm sure you guys are hard-headed. Um, and sometimes we can be kind of set in our ways, and sometimes it just takes time. I think that's the most important thing. Is there's, like, time. there's always bumps in the road, right? Like, obviously, like nowadays, like obviously, drug and alcohol in some places hasn't hasn't gone up or has gone down. There's always gonna be bumps in the roads. There's sometimes where they're bad, sometimes where they're good, and they always usually they should always, in my perspective, they even out somewhere and things get back to normal. I think it's just kind of how the generation changes. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. connect. It's like kind of almost like fitting in and getting used to the new way and stuff. Mm-hmm. I feel as though that um, I can't keep anything from my parents mm-hmm. and they're always straightforward with me of what they've done and how they deal with and handle situations that I could possibly potentially get myself into. And with them being straightforward and letting me learn from not only their mistakes but from other people's mistakes, other people they've known's mistakes, I feel that that is the best learning experience that I can I can get I can perceive, and it helps me out. And this is why I'm at taking this path instead of others. So that answer your question. Yeah, thank you. Okay, well, thanks again, you guys. I really appreciate it, and thanks to our listeners and our studio audience. Woo-hoo! Give yourself a hand. We will uh, email out reminders for next week's show, and uh, please check. Remember to check recoveryinternetradio.com. That's recoveryinternetradio.com <laughs> for all our archive shows. Yeah, that was pretty good. Um, so, um, yeah, and go to our website because uh, we want to know where our listeners are from. We can't tell. Since it's Internet Radio, we don't know where you're listening from, so we've got to hear from you. You could be in Borneo or something. Um, Bora Bora. Bora Bora. Any of those places. So anyway, as always, live today, love yourself and your neighbor, and together we'll trudge the happy road to destiny. And we hope you enjoy the show. Enjoyed the show, and we'll see you at seven o'clock next Sunday night. Thanks for coming. Yay! Mm-hmm.